Yo, Random Ignorance Podcast. I'm your host, Savage of the Great. And, you know, I did this podcast earlier on, you know, 90s rap labels, and that got me thinking about the, 90, the 90s legends. You know, everybody's was Jay, Nas, Big, Pac. The fifth was always interchangeable. It might be Cube. It might be Eminem. It might be Scarface. Depending on your era, it might be Kane. It might be Rakim. It might be LL. I don't heard people's fifth be T.I. Like some crazy, you know, people just throw in anything for the fifth. That fifth seed is always wild. So I was thinking about this generation's, you know, future legends. And I was like, man, three or four years ago, the names you would always hear was going to be Kendrick, Cole, Wale, Big Sean. Those were like the the four people who kept coming up in, you know, those conversations. You know, um, Wale, I don't know what happened, man. Wale fell off. You want to talk? He needed 30 for 30. That boy fell off. And I don't know what happened because I like his first album. Attention Deficit is a dope album. It got dope cuts. He's a good mixtapes. Um, the More About Nothing series. Um, Ambition was kind of mediocre. The you know the, the More About Nothing album with, with Seinfeld was kind of you know it was it was corny, man. He got corny. You know he signed to Maybag Music, and that's not even his lane. You know that's Rick Ross, Meek Mill, Money, Flashy, Killing, da da da. You know bossing up, whatever. That's not his lane. His he was always a backpack type rapper. You know. So when he started doing things like that, then he did the no hands with Waka Flocka and Roscoe Dash. It was like he lost a step somewhere and he tried to get his footing back and it never happened. So he slipped and then when he slipped, he knocked some shit over and then he tried to get his footing again and knock some more shit over. Then he broke an ankle and he was never able to get his footing back. And then when you think about Big Sean, Big Sean was always a name that you would hear, but you would hear none of the music. So he was bubbling for a long time. But when the music came, it was good. He had good mixtapes, you know, um, good albums, finally famous and all that. I think his classic is probably Dark Sky Paradise. I love that album. I could play it today, front to back. It is no skippables on Dark Sky Paradise. If you haven't heard it, check it out. And um, I don't know where he fell off either. I don't I don't know, man, because he's a good rapper, good lyricist. I think he fell off when... Um, he kind of ventured out his circle as well. He kind of ventured out his sound. He was like doing as, as, as with Nicki Minaj and things like that. So I don't know if that took him out the conversation or his lack of music took him out the conversation because he went a long time without putting out a mixtape or album. I don't know if his most recent project took him out um, the conversation. I don't know what happened. But when you think about Cole and Kendrick, who are the last names that people think about when you think about heads at a new school or whatever, they both each got debatably terrible albums. Kendrick's, you're going to say it's either Untitled, Unmastered, or you're going to say it's The Pippa Butterfly. That's what the consensus is, that one of those albums, depending on who you talk to, is a terrible album. And for Cole, it's going to be For Your Eyes Only. That is a terrible album. But, you know, I liked Cole's um, Sideline Story. That was dope. I liked um, Born Center. That was dope. In 2014, Forest Hills Drive. That's a dope album as well. His mixtapes is good, too. I think his mixtapes is better than his albums. You know, the warm-up, the blow-up, Friday Night Lights. That's probably a classic mixtape on anybody's list. Friday Night Lights by J. Cole is a classic mixtape. Kendrick, you know, Section 80, the Kendrick Lamar EP, the Kendrick Lamar LP. You know, he has a strong catalog. So each of these... You know, each of these guys got like strong mixtapes that you can compare to the albums and they never really stepped outside their lane. 
J. Cole admit that he did when he did, you know, um, the workout. And then he said Nas was mad. But Nas did some questionable shit, too. Nas did Uchi Wally and Nas. Come on, man. Nas did some questionable shit, too. But I wonder why Big Sean and Wale fell out that conversation. You know, some people put Joey Badass. Some people put Tyler. Some people got Chance there. You know, Chance, I think he's going to be here for a long time. I'm not a big fan of his music. But I think Kendrick and Cole are probably going to be the long-standing because they know how to play the game. They know how to stay off social media. They know how to stay out of drama. They know how to keep their names out of the headlines. They know how to just deliver dope projects, dope albums, dope concerts, and they know how to give you just give you themselves in doses. They're not overly sharing like this new generation. So give me your your, your top front runners of this generation, man. Let me let me hear what you guys think. Savage the Great, Random Ignorance.